You're tuned in to the Big Shiny Podcast. You can find new episodes every week on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what you hear, make sure to rate us on iTunes and tell your friends. Hey guys, this is Tom. What's up guys, this is Kylie. This is Nick. Hey, this is Lucas. And this is Tyson. You're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. What's going on, Internet? Uh, This is Tom flying solo to open up the Big Shiny Podcast with news because it's kind of a slow week. Um, You know, we've got the opening of Captain America Civil War. I'm sure our review will be up whenever the embargo lifts, most likely Thursday or Friday. Um, we got some more press folk hitting that tonight. Um, Well, last night as of recording because it's Monday night. Um, But yeah, so there's not a whole lot of news, so I'm just running solo on this one. Figured I'd give you a quick go. Um... So really, the only thing I want to talk about is Nintendo dropped some pretty subtle but pretty big news on um, the 27th of April. So first of all, Miitomo has over 10 million users worldwide, which is pretty crazy. They announced with that that they will be doing new mobile apps tied to Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing. They will have a lot more gameplay and not as much of the social. Um, they announced that at E3, they will not be showing any Nintendo party game, first-party games except for The Legend of Zelda. Um, they want to completely immerse people, and there will be no other games at their E3 booth. To go with that, Legend of Zelda will launch for the NX and the Wii U, and it will launch in 2017. To tie into that more, they also casually announced that the NX will not be shown off at Nintendo's conference at E3. Instead, it will be shown off later in the year, and it will come out March of 2017. Um, there's also a lot of talk about their really, really bad earnings call. Um, you know, they only did about $17 million in profit this year, uh, the last year. They sold all but 10% of their stake in the Mariners. Um, the Wii U, of course, is going end of life this year as they move towards the NX, which everyone thinks will be some kind of handheld hybrid type console. Nobody really knows. So a lot of changes happening there. Apologies if there's a lot of clicking and stuff. I'm on kind of a cruddy, well, not a crappy microphone, but not my favorite mic in my office. So, um... Don't forget that you're if you're an Overwatch fan, um, May 5th through 9th, Overwatch Open Beta on all consoles is getting ready to go. Early access started yesterday um, and is going through the 9th, so jump on that. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare will come out as remastered with the collector's edition of Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, um, which was announced and will come out later this year. Um, yeah, you know, Warfare Forever, it's all they got. Um, that's really pretty much all the news. Nothing too crazy happening. Um, I'll read you something out of Tom's mailbag real fast. Um, so French indie studio Bloomy Light is announcing its Kickstarter campaign for Lynn and the Spirits of Now. Um, we'll be getting the official press releases tomorrow or today because I'm recording it the night before. Um, but it is a 2D side-scroller adventure. The concept art is beautiful. Um, if you like old-school console and anime, you'll love it. Um, they're reaching back and saying this is like a Miyazaki hat tip, so it looks pretty sweet. That is literally all of the news that I think of that could be worth mentioning. It's all video game-related, not a lot of film and crazy news happening. Oh, there is one that Nick forgot. Um, don't forget, guys, Punisher officially is getting its own Netflix series. They ordered it uh, just before the weekend started. 
Um, John Bernthal, our main Punisher man from Daredevil, will be playing lead. So that's something else to look forward to. Um, and a side note, Infinite Warfare will launch November 4th. So that's cool. Uh, that's everything. Thank you so much for tuning in and on to the rest of the show where we talk about Meet Homo and VR and other shenanigans. We're recording, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. Yep. <laughs> Rebecca Frost from Hello Sweetie Podcast hey, joining us uh, once again. Oh. Bench Becca. <laughs> I like it. Except she hates the name Becca. Like she's going to shank you. Don't call me Becca. I don't like being called Becca. That was like one of the first three things I learned about her. But I called you Wench. What are the other two? I don't remember, but I remember don't call you Becca. <laughs> well, thanks for not stabbing me for calling you Wench Becca last time. Nah. I don't know what that sound Why means. are you rubbing your beard all over my face? <laughs> That's like what, like, <laughs> know, so, like so my cat, she loves to rub up against beards. <laughs> I, also, I thought, right, I thought that story yeah. was going to continue. Yeah. It just, no. It can. So I was at a work meeting, and one of the girls brought her baby. And, and were, my cat, and the baby had a beard. No, most. And they were talking about the baby, and they're, they're like, yeah, the baby, like, he'll only eat vegetables, like, if he feeds them to himself. Like, you can try to feed him vegetables, but he'll only, like, eat it if, like, you, if he feeds himself. And I'm like, you know what's so funny is I talk about my cat the same way that you talk about your baby. I'm like, my cat will only do this if this. <laughs> anybody anybody uh, am i right am i right, am I right or cats, am i right cats oh my god my cat's like the cold cut turkey stuff That's oh i thought it. you were making like a metaphor like no. your cats are like cold cut turkey. no I they just, taste great on a sandwich when i go when i go make a sandwich they're like can i have some please i used to have a cat that was really into mayonnaise like you'd like go to make a sandwich and he's like, holy shit, are you making a sandwich? <laughs> that cat is white. Just put that on my cat food <laughs> and we're good. Wonder bread loving motherfucker. <laughs> cat so white. Uh, um, my dog's is chicken. Like anytime I'm cooking chicken, they're right there under my feet. So your dog is a dog? <laughs> they just want everything. Yeah, that's how my dogs are. I was are. like, Tom's Carrots. dog's upstairs wanted my, my spicy chicken go wrap. Mm-hmm. Yep, they did and... Like, I dropped some split peas when I was making split pea soup earlier. They ate those. That's weird that you were making split pea soup. It was pretty good. Had some coconut milk, some curry powder. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it, weirdly erotic. <laughs> so, we just need to... I it was just, the coconut If you haven't guessed, this is the video games episode. <laughs> this is the first time in, like... Six years of podcasting that I'm not coming down off a drunk at 930. That's true. Which means I'm real sleepy. No, <laughs> normally in podcasts, we're still on episode one and you're shit-faced. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And so is... now I'm just like sober and tired. Yeah. Uh, Day of the Tentacle remastered, Tom. Yeah, man. So those folks at Double Fine remastered Day of the Tentacle. Um, oh God, that's been <laughs> and VRs. Yeah, which is Maniac <laughs> Mansion 2. Um. Super fun. 15 bucks cross buy. So you, uh, if you buy it on PlayStation, you get it for PS4 and PS Vita for 15 bucks. Uh, for PC, it's 15 bucks as well. And you can play it in, just similar to the Grim Fandango remastered. You can play it in the new remastered, you know, nice crisp animation, or you can play it in the shitty old pixelated animation. Um, so you can, and you can jump back and forth fluidly. It's not like you have to reboot the game, you just tap it and the art switches. Um, was this a LucasArts one uh-huh. back in the day? Yep. Okay. 
Yeah, it was like one of the first so they Ron. They had some awesome digs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wish they would do the dig or yep, the, oh, the dig was uh, so full good. throttle. Yep. Full throttle. It's, uh, full throttle, I think, is coming. Is it? Sweet. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to um, get that. They've got licenses to a lot of those games, and so Fucking you're going to see games. those. And it's, I mean, it's classic. I think, that's, I think that's why I love the Telltale games so much, because yep. they kind of remind me of that. Yeah, yeah they have that yeah. point and click aesthetic. Yep, just yeah, updated a little. it's just telling a story. Like, yep. You're they, involved. And Day of the Tentacle, like, these are the classic, like, if you played Curse of Monkey Island or any of yeah. them, like, there's not cues as to what to do. It's like, oh, I have to save the world. And then you have to pick up they shit be, and figure out where to use it. They can be pretty tough. Like, I remember the dig oh, being yeah. really, really hard. Day of the Tentacle took me 26 hours, and I had to look up what to do, like, six times. Because there was, like, one time, it's like, go paint this mummy red. Because reasons. And then, like, 15 <laughs> scenes later, you have to use the red mummy for something. Like, it was very complex. And the cool thing about this is, um, in Day of the Tentacle, one of the Dr. Freddy's family is collecting stamps and he has a computer. And if you go talk to the computer, it boots up the original Maniac Mansion. And you can play through the first Maniac Mansion from start to finish inside of Day of the Tentacle. And I, I spent like four and a half hours just doing that. What a world we live in. So, <laughs> right? The game feature is now. Of a game. Video games inside of video games. So if you've never played a point and click adventure and you really want to challenge yourself, or if you just want some great nostalgia, it's, I mean, 100% worth it. I don't like, think I ever played Day of the Tentacle, though. It's, it's I, awesome. It's so I, much fun. Hoagie When I the learned of Luca, the LucasArts games, I was... Yeah, mm-hmm. I fucking love those. And Day of the Tentacles got, like, I, I can't think of any off the top of my head right now, but it has a lot of, like, really on-point jokes. It's a really clever game. Um, oh, like the Ben Franklin stuff. Like, they make fun of Ben Franklin a whole fuckload. George Washington's a total asshole. Like, it's really fun. Nice. Uh, <laughs> VR? Yeah, yes, so, I'd love to hear these stories. So the initial plan was that we were going to get everyone down to my office to play VR. Um, Which stands for? Virtual Reality. Totally, um, totally new. Totes, yeah. But then some stuff happened. Things were delayed. Didn't happen. So Nick wasn't it I, a bitch to set up? Oh my god! So let's talk about that. <laughs> so, so first of all, let's. So I've talked about it before, where I feel like VR may not be consumer ready, like average consumer ready. The HTC Vive Pre has solidified that belief for me. So, to start, we get our Vive Pre, and we're like, sweet. Well, we got to go build a PC for this thing. So we start pricing PCs and going back and forth with our IT over warranty and all this shit. So anyway, when all is said and done, we have like a $1,600 PC on order. And it's got, yeah, I mean, and you could build it yourself for probably 1100 But again, we went through a manufacturer so that we'll have warranties so we don't have to fix anything. But so like 1600 bucks for this thing shows up, get it built, get everything set up. And then it's like, all right, let's set this motherfucker up. And we're like, cool. So we go to the HTC Vive, like, how to set this thing up page. And it's like, okay, so first of all, mount your sensors on the ceiling. We look up at the ceiling of our office, which is like 15 feet above. I'm like, that's not going not gonna to happen. So we, <laughs> it's like you need two minimum two and a half meters by three meters square of space, which is like eight foot by 12 foot or something. And like even the diagram has like a dude like pushing all of his fucking living room furniture out of the way. And you're like, oh, here we go. So we find an empty spot in the office and we're stacking like tall chairs on each other so that we can basically get these sensors as high as we can. MacGyver your way up yeah. there. Because we, we can't mount them to our solid metal industrial ceiling. And so we're like, all right, well, we'll do this. So we get them up to where we think they're good to go. And we start working on it and getting it going. Like, all right, so then we plug in the headset, which is like has a converter box, USB, HDMI, audio, 
and then the converter box goes to the PC with HDMI and USB and then has power. So then we do that. Like, all right, we're there. Install the Steam VR software. Okay, we're there. Then it's like, all right, let's configure this thing. I'm like, okay, cool. So it's like, put the headset on, put it on, puts us in this really, really cool room. Like, oh, this is so great. We're in this room. It's like, now do this. And now we're getting the controllers paired. So then we have to trace our play space. And it's not tracing for us, and we can't figure it out. Come to find out, we skipped a step, and we have to set the sensors into A and B mode so they're pairing off of each other. Jesus Christ. So we go back and do that. All right, great, we're there. Start pairing it again. Now everything's working. It's like, fucking A, let's go VR. Like, it's time to VR. So we, we just find a bunch of free games because I haven't gotten permission to expense a bunch of games yet. So, so, so at this point, how long have you taken? About an hour. Okay, that's not so bad. So about an hour, hour 15. Now, granted, though, when you buy a new console, usually, right, you stick it in your living room, plug the shit in, throw a disc in, and you're going. So we're an hour into this, not counting when I got the PC, I had to install Steam, download some games, get all that configured. But, I mean, just for the HTC Vive, if I didn't have a brand new PC, we're about an hour in. Um, so we're like, all right, sweet, let's do this. We throw the headset on, and we load up some game. And we're basically just, like, walking around the living room, knocking into shit, which is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> right? And we're like, all right, well, that's fine. This is a thing. And then I start to notice that, like, everything seems really tall. What the fuck? And then I look. playing as a little person? Sort of. (laughs) So because we didn't have the sensor ceiling mounted, when we calibrated the floor, it was like, this motherfucker's three feet tall. Aw, adorable. And so my midsection was in the floor. And so, like, in this building, when you're calibrating, if you lean down, I look through the floor and there's like the office below me and like my feet are dangling. I'm like, oh, God damn it. So then <laughs> oh, it's like, like that scene in Jumanji. <laughs> Very similar. Exactly. <laughs> and so we loaded up this game called Spell Wars or Spellfighter. And it's like a free demo. We're like, it's whatever. Like Harry Potter. Sort of, but looks kind of like Dungeons and Dragony. So I'm like, great. We'll have swords. There'll be skeletons. We can throw fireballs. This is exactly what we need, right? If you're going to be in VR, throw some fucking fireballs. <laughs> So I don't know why else you'd buy a VR. Yeah, I don't, exactly. <laughs> so we load in and we're running around in this world and the controllers, I mean, it was a free demo. The controllers were super fucking sensitive. But then like, I'm like running. I'm like, okay, this is so great. But then I start noticing again that I'm like two and a half feet tall in this fucking game because of this calibration of the head sensors. And then I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to run. I'm going to run. I'm going to run. I'm going to run. And I get up and go up this tower and I'm like, sweet. I cannot wait to fucking look over this tower. Right? You can't I walk see over up, the wall. <laughs> and I can't climb up anything. So I'm just like, too oh. little. Um, Try jumping. Yeah. Tiny Tom. <laughs> Tiny Tom. Uh, Tiny Tom. Um, but it was really cool. Like, the neat thing about it is, though, to go to the good side of it is for that 45 minutes of us doing all of that, like, once the headset was on, I wasn't at work anymore. And that was fucking crazy to me. Um, and then we found some other demos. There's one that was called cell, I think like in the cell or in cell. And like you're inside of a person's body, kind of like inner space flying across, picking up proteins to cure diseases. And, um, so we had some of the guys in our other team do that and they were like, just gone. It was so neat to watch them like go in and then come out and just be like totally mind fucked. The other thing about it is I don't get motion sickness. I've never been very motion sickness. Nick and I both, after spending 45 minutes, so went and sat at our desk and went back to working, and we were both, like, ready to hurl for, like, an hour and a half. Like, it took, an, it took us, like, an hour of, like, drinking water, just kind of looking off, like, to get our equilibrium back. Because whatever, like, going in and coming out 
completely fucked up like our equilibrium. And I don't know if it was like we went back and stared at our computers and went back to working and everything was flat and not at 90 frames a second or what, but our brains couldn't like, it real fucked us. Like, loaded up quicker tank. Yeah. Matrix reference. Boom. <laughs> yep. So it was, uh, it was pretty cool though. It's neat. I think if you're going to get it, like, don't think you're just going to drop this fucker in your home and use it. Like, you're going to make some modifications. Like, it comes with brackets and screws to mount these sensors to your wall. Um, but so that you get a hold said, of Tom on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll say, yeah, go Google it. Um, so I think, you know, once we get a full room set up and get to do the full run-throughs with all the correct calibration and have it in a, state, a stagnant spot that we can just run through it all the time, I've even considered bringing it home and setting it up in the rate mint um, <laughs> so that we could, because, I mean, this is a pretty square space. It's a pretty good VR space. Yeah. Pretty good VR space. So, you know, you can jump in here and do it there. But, yeah, it was it was pretty neat. It was really great. I want to spend some cash on some actual titles because I've heard, like, the games you actually buy are pretty crazy. But it, I was really shocked at how hard it was to, like, get my brain to wrap itself around the fact that I just wasn't in there anymore and how, like, nauseous it made me. Like, Nick and I were both just, like, fucking nauseated for an hour and a half after. It's like the, it is like the Matrix. Yeah. It is. That's we threw happens. up some white stuff. One of our coworkers died in the game, didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about it. Though. It was we, a really dark day in we, the we, we haven't seen Troy since. What? Troy. Troy has been gone. Troy's dead. <laughs> Three men entered, one man left. <laughs> I wish you could put dice glass. <laughs> you got so serious all of a sudden. She's like, <laughs> I'm not taking anything this motherfucker says serious. Yeah, so that's VR. It's pretty cool, though. Um, I'm hoping to play... It's cool if you like motion sickness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, if everything... you love feeling sick for an hour If you like puking everywhere. Yeah, like, it will not just me again, like, it's there. Like, we're there. We're finally to that point, but... The future is now! Yeah, but it's not... I think in five to ten years, this will be, like, in every home, right? But it'll be super different. Yeah. Like, this remember is... when the Wii was, like, a, the new hip thing? Oh, yeah. Right. My parents be, is, even have a Wii. Yeah, my mom way. loves her Wii. Let's play bowling. We go over Thanksgiving. Can we bowl? Let's do you want to just dance, my mom? <laughs> just, do you want to just dance? <laughs> I call it pop star practice because I sing at the same time. So I'm like, if you. <sighs> <laughs> I, I think I've told this story before on the podcast, but at E3 a few years ago when like the third Just Dance was coming out, Ubisoft was like pimping this game, right? <laughs> so standing in line... <laughs> Standing in line to play like one of the new hot, I think it was either Zombie U, which was supposed to be really cool at the time because it was when the Wii was still really in the swing, or and Halo 4, I think. Yeah, I went when Halo 4 was before Halo 4 came out. And they had this big stage with paid dancers dancing to two of the songs from um, Just Dance, and it was on repeat every 20 minutes. And to play Halo, you waited in line for like four and a half hours. Oh my god! So imagine hearing like two of the main "quote unquote" title tracks with people the dancing directly to your left on a <laughs> stage, King, dancing right? and stomping. <laughs> and it's not Give like they're just job, yeah. And they bring in like concert size speakers for this fucking thing, oh so your ears god. are just being raped by this awfulness. 
I'd be like, fuck Halo. Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> Not <laughs> worth it. The scary so, thing is there's like some alternate tactics. universe where Rebecca's a pop star. <laughs> <laughs> she is like, she's Katy Perry or in the negative. Yeah, she's like Katy a, Perry in the negative zone. It's yeah. the uh, Cronenberg, Rick and Marty universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca is Cronenberg, Katy Perry. <laughs> yes, Cronenberg, Katy Perry. <laughs> And that's this episode's name. Side note: My wife played the new Adult Swim game, Peter Panic. Ooh, <laughs> I haven't heard of this. Yeah, it's I don't. And I was watching her play it, and I was really kind of into getting it until I saw that you can play the game as much as you want for free. But if you want to save it, it's three bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck that, three dollars? No. <laughs> and I know those motherfuckers were like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna charge him to save it. <laughs> Peter Panic. Peter Panic. Like, what do you do? You just have to like make quick decisions about shit. And, like, oh my god, no! And, like, <laughs> it sounds like a nightmare. It, it's Peter Panic. Peter yeah, Panic. Everyone's like, okay, <laughs> onto it. Download this shit. Show. Speaking of random mobile shit with weird infrastructures and cultural implications, <laughs> Mitoma. Mitoma. So I literally just downloaded Mitoma so I'd have something to talk about on this show. And it's nothing but notifications. Yeah. <laughs> it literally is like, you just, you decorate your person, or in my case, put as little on them as possible, and then just answer questions about like yourself Like, my to your character friends. looks like she's straight out of a cult. Like, she's got like a, a white sweater and like <laughs> white pants and straight hair. And it's so like... But I think it's cool as a proof of concept. So this app. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, I've got so many missions complete today. Um, Wait. So, so you go on missions with this thing? Yeah. So I can give you a quick primer. So you go on missions. So there's a menu here and you've got like you can have your closet where you can change your clothes. You can edit your me because um, it uses me's from Wii U and Wii. Um, there's me photo where you take pictures of yourself in places or compromising situations. <laughs> um, seriously, there's a photo of me and Danielle and I'm butt-ass butt ass naked. Well, as naked as you can be in the desert. And she's got like a beanie and a coat on and I, and hers thing says like, I'm really hot because a beanie is a terrible thing for the desert. And then I'm saying like, I feel great. <laughs> hey, is Peter panic only for the iPhone? It might be. IOS oh only. man. Um, Downloading. Suck so, a dick. But basically, you you just make friends. So I'm gonna go find Rebecca right now. Maybe. Let's see. I'm Frosters. F R O S T R Z. I have a friend named Meat Rocket. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> Shay, are you Meat Rocket? Who's Meat Rocket? I gotta find this person now. Sorry. Oh, it's David Braddock. Good on you, Dave. Right, let's go back. Okay. Good job, Dave. Did you tie your Facebook or your Twitter to it, Rebecca? No, because all it is is notifications letting me know that I have Mitomo coins. <laughs> In awesome. Twitter? Getting me Tomo of the day. Oh, here's your me photo of the day. Okay. Like, literally all this is is like, hey, you have this thing now. Hey, you have this thing. Oh, and then it asked me what my favorite food was, and I felt so put on the spot that I was like, I don't know, all of it? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this is Nintendo's attempt to give Rebecca terrible anxiety. Oh, so now, it is, now it's asking me what's up. Hey, Rebecca, go to the menu. Don't tell me how to live. Okay, right. wait, hold on. Hold on. She's telling me how to use... This fucking game. Okay, hold on. When was the last time you felt deeply moved? What moved you? My last bowel movement. <laughs> <laughs> See? You get the hang of it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so the moral the moral of the story, though, is this is like Nintendo's first venture into mobile, right? And day one, it had millions of downloads. Oh, I saw like somebody's like, I had to turn off my phone because oh, my notifications were just going off all night. Mm -hmm. Which <laughs> is great. <laughs> What 
<laughs> my last bowel movement. Such a powerful experience. <laughs> So, so like, and you get all kinds of neat stuff. So, like, currently, I actually put clothes on my character today because he has a pancake shirt, like a shirt that's actually pancakes. So you just dress him up every day. You can choose. Is is it like a little? uh, What did we have back in the nineties? Those little like a tamagotchi. Yes, tamagotchi. Tamagotchi for the modern age. Mine's a little cult escapist because all she's got is her little white. All right. So, and here's something that's kind of neat. So you can add friends. Okay, wait. So how do I? So click on the menu. And so hit you friends. have to friends. be on Nintendo or have a Nintendo account for you this. You don't. You create one. But you can create one to tie in. Did you? Did it make you create a Nintendo account, or could you just do yeah. it without one? Oh, it okay. made me create one. Okay. Oh, oh. Let's see. Okay, I'm going to do my Twitter. Okay. So you can link your social network and you can add people through that. You can also, if you add people that are near you in proximity, you get like some bonus points. Oh wait, no, you're in proximity. Fuck this. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So so go back before you, well, you don't have to, you can link your Twitter without adding me off Twitter. Oh, face to face. Okay, here we go. So hit face to face and then it's going to ask you to push the same symbol as I push. So I'm going to push the heart. And then it'll search for a friend of the same symbol. I'm assuming it's doing like a Wi-Fi scan. I don't know what it's actually doing with this heart symbol, but then we'll become friends. No friends found. Oh. Oh no, because I let go of it. So. Oh, just tap it. Oh. Oh. I'm dumb. It's like teaching. Like. So and then you make friends, <laughs> and you answer questions about each other. But what I found about it is that like basically. Are you beard bro? I'm beard bro. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to ask? <laughs> <laughs> so, but basically you can just do silly shit and it's like a weird social network where you, you get these coupons to play little mini games where you try to drop your friends down like a, it's, uh, it's like Plinko in um, Price is Right, but you just drop your friends and then if oh, they fall awful. in the right pattern, then they'll land on clothes that you then win. So it's- I have to win clothes that aren't my cult Sweater and khakis, mm-hmm. or mm. buy them with the coins you get in game from all the notifications you're complaining For about. Fuck's sake, okay. But I mean, it's like, so it's really, really awesome. The <laughs> Nintendo is moving, and everything listen, you listen. have described, so it's not sound it's, it's awesome. really great. The Nintendo is moving into like the mobile world, but this is almost like they took, in my opinion, they took almost everything that's terrible about mobile games and packed them into one game with Nintendo's logo on it. So I'm a little nervous that like. And oh my god! It takes so long to send like requests, mm-hmm. and I don't know how much. <laughs> is it one of those? Are you sure? Are you sure? Hit yes. Oh, are you, did you mean to hit yes? It's uh, like loading, loading. It also loading. dawned on me that I've been like gagging on the mic, so I'm gonna be way louder than everybody. So sorry, everybody. Oh um, yeah, it's it's something. I don't. I don't. It's something. It was really fun for the first like twenty thirty minutes. <laughs> And now I'm just kind of done. That's how I feel about, about most right. mobile games. I'm like, I don't have the patience for this. And I'm also going back to my original outfit. Cat socks, dinosaur feet, and nothing else. Save. Yes, I'm taking a photo in this outfit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, hell, and I accidentally oh. hit cancel. This I mean, is the worst. This episode is basically us playing with me, <laughs> Tomo. <laughs> This so. episode is basically like trying to, like old people trying to navigate technology. So, so yeah, get at us on the internet. Tell us why you love me, Tomo. I mean, it's fun for a minute, but I've had it for four days and I'm already kind of just like, well, it's a thing. One article I read, the guy was like, I uh, like I learned a lot about my friends. 
like friends that I've been friends with for mm. years, and I actually like learned something about them. And see, I learned about Sounds my like friends. like he wasn't a very good friend. <laughs> All my friends' answers are like Rebecca's, where it's like, what moved you? My last bowel movement. And like, when was that? Like, I think when they asked me that, I said like a big truck, and my friends put a bunch of shit in it, and now I'm in my house. Like, I mean, I mean, and there's Danielle. Hi, Danielle, who just, every answer is Satan. So, I mean, mm. it's predictable. I don't. Guys, here's a problem with the video game episode right now. All I want to do is fucking play Street Fighter. (laughs) (laughs) Let's call it like it is, man. That's just what I want to do. Well, and what's really come out lately? Um, So a lot of like free-to-play MOBAs or cheap MOBAs that I have. Like I haven't played Dead Star on PlayStation yet. I downloaded it today. Um, so Dead Star is free to play if you have PlayStation Plus, which Kylie, I think you do. Oh, let me, let me, <laughs> let me talk Sony shit here. Welcome to Kylie's <laughs> rant. So Aaron and I have been playing Fallout. Awesome. They get, we get a update about the DLC for Fallout. The, what do they call it? Season pass. Mm-hmm. Like this is what we're doing for the season pass. It's going to be this, 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 and this. And it's like, it's going to be more than we thought we were going to do. So we're actually upping the price on this. So I think it was originally forty. They're raising it to fifty or sixty, something like that. I can't remember what the exact price was. But but if you'd already purchased it, you're good. If you purchase by March first, you'll get it for the cheaper price. So I'm showing Aaron all the DLC for it. I'm like, we we should do this. You know, we we both we both play Fallout. So this is one of the many times I've had the flu this year, and I'm sick in bed. And she decides, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go. Give Kylie a little present, and I got, you know what I, mean. I got, uh, I got. <laughs> so and after that, <laughs> so I got uh, Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront, which sucks ass unless you're playing with people. I want to fly the, I want to fly the fucking ships. You can't do that unless you're online with people. You need a PlayStation Plus account for that. So kind of bummed about that. So one morning she gets up. Okay, I'm gonna get him a PlayStation Plus account. We're gonna get the DLC for Fallout. Awesome. So she does this. I'm like that's that was so awesome of you. I'm, I'm I'm so glad you did that. I'm sick of shit for so it takes like a week, couple weeks before I even get on the PlayStation again. So I get a hold of John. I'm like hey dude, I got PlayStation Plus. Let's do Battlefront. Let's do this shit. And I get on. Like what? Why? Why can't I access this? This isn't working. This is not working. You 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 bought you got it right. Oh yeah, it's been charged to our card. Why isn't this working? Can't figure it out. Go over to Fallout. <clears throat> Flip over to the DLC. It's like, hey, you can buy the season pass for $50. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought you bought the season pass. Yeah, I did. It's been charged to our account. It's all this. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm getting a little pissed off. I'm like, this is irritating me. So she comes over, grabs the controller. Well, let me see. She logs out of my profile, goes into her profile. She's got PlayStation Plus. She's got Fallout DLC. Like, oh, well, what the fuck? Well, I bought it on my profile. Okay. We did this on PlayStation 3. No problem. You can play all this stuff. Awesome. Great. Nope. Can't do that shit anymore. If you want a PlayStation Plus account, she has to buy one. I have to buy one. Uh, Sometimes they have, like, family things. No. Yeah. Not on PlayStation? Not on PlayStation. No. No. Oh, they, I know on Xbox they do where you can share gold with all the accounts on the... Mm-hmm. 
like a little bit higher price, but it's not yeah. like you, you can't. There's not like a family bundle. You just buy it or you don't yeah. on PlayStation. So I, I get all the Tom. Tom's trying to help me through stuff. Mm-hmm. Nothing's working. Nothing's working at all. He's like, well, it's at the point where like, well, you're going to have to contact Sony. Okay. Contact Sony. Go through the stuff with them. And they're like, I'm like, can you just switch it over to the different account? Nope. We can't do that. Really? It seems like it'd be a simple thing to do. No, I can't do that. So I had bitch bitch with them for a bit. Okay, they'll give us a refund. We'll refund your money, but you did say all sales are final. Like you didn't say I couldn't play this on the other thing. What the hell? So they gave us a refund. After all this is done, they're like, "Is there anything I, anything else I can help you with?" I'm like, "Probably not." But can I ask you one more question? Oh yeah, sure. Go ahead. So we're married. We have a PlayStation 4. One, because we're married. We are we have one fucking PlayStation 4 in the house. We bought Fallout. She bought Fallout for my birthday. But we both love it. We both play it. So in order for us to both play the downloaded content, she has to buy a season pass, and I have to buy a season pass? Yep. Oh, fuck that. And that is why I'm not a big gamer anymore. Fuck this shit. Well, see, and that's, you kidding me? I think that Sony rep was wrong. Because and I'll tell you why. And we'll find out here soon. Yeah, because every because I buy DLC for a lot of shit, and my wife and I share a PS4 as well, and we have never had a problem with DLC. PlayStation Plus, absolutely. My wife doesn't have Plus. She doesn't play online. She doesn't care. However, even the games that I get for free with Plus, she's able to play on my PS4 under her account. So, if that makes sense. Yeah. So she can't play online. But I get, you know, four free games a month with Plus. I buy stuff on sale with Plus. Everything I've bought digitally through my account, my wife logs in and plays with her account. No problem. She does not have to be logged in with me. And Mortal Kombat's a perfect example. The day you and I were talking about it, I had just bought the new DLC pack from Mortal yeah, Kombat. Yeah, you were like, let me go check this yeah. out. And no, let me go over her account. Let and me check she this logged out. in, picked the DLC characters, and played. It was not a problem. So unless Bethesda is being total asshats. Well, that's what that's what she said. According to the license, you have to have a, so it's a Bethesda. You have thing, to have a thing, thing per profile. I I would still bet that it's not going to do that because DLC in like in the gaming world, right? DLC is already a touchy subject, and if they were doing that. Especially if they already up the price. Yeah, like a fifth, so fifty dollars yeah. for DLC for starters is fucking expensive. Yeah, like it's insane. So you do that, and people are mad, and then you say you have to buy it per account on the system. Suck my dick. The, the internet would be on fire yeah. right now if that was the case. So I hopefully that I think that Sony rep was just reading the letter of the law and just trying to give you the worst news possible because <laughs> that way you're not going to call back if they I try know, to give you the good hell? news. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I really think your your Fallout deals work, but. It is. It does drive an interesting discussion of like, how far is too far with protecting the rights of content, right? And that is one reason why I feel PC gamers do have a valid case to say that there are some benefits to PC gaming. You know, GoodOldGames.com, which is one of my favorite platforms. It's actually owned by the same company that does The Witcher. All their games you buy from them on PC are DRM free. So. My buddy Casey will not buy The Witcher. I was like, dude, here's my GOG login. Just download the fucking game and play it. He doesn't have to sign in to play it. He downloads the game file. It comes down. He installs it and he plays The Witcher. The game's still I sold. I hear it's awesome. It is. And the game sold millions of copies, right? I mean, it made shitloads of money. And 
a lot of those sales were on GOG.com and it did not really impact their revenue that much, right? It, I'm sure it impacted their revenue just as much as putting the game on sale for $25 on the PlayStation Network four or five times. So, you know, in, so in my mind, like, I think, you know, you can make a very good point that DRM is a problem. But, I mean, you have to protect your IP, but there's better ways to do it than making than people that. buy it's, multiple It just seems copies. to be getting more yeah. ridiculous. And <clears throat> we had this discussion. I like I like sitting through the video game segment because I used to be a big gamer and now I'm not. And I like to ask the questions like like me, the idiot gamer. Like the big thing was destiny. Like everyone has an Xbox, but I have a PlayStation. Can I play with you guys? Fuck no. Soon. The technology's there. Why yep. is that such a difficult? You already well, can on um, Rocket League. Rocket League. And it's happening. So Street Fighter 2. So Street Fighter 5, PC and... PC they, and Xbox, right? No, PC and PS4. Because it's not coming oh, out on Xbox. Okay. But okay. what the cool thing is, is that... I, now thought, that, I thought Sony was the one that wasn't playing no, well so with this whole thing. Microsoft tried to make Sony the bad guy by going, well, we're going to do this You know, if Sony plays ball. So the problem with this is like... So Microsoft's going to put these these quote unquote capabilities into their games, right? There has to be a common server connection to make this all work. So I don't, I can't figure out how they're going to do that. Like, are they just going to allow Sony access to Xbox Live servers, and then Sony will allow my? Does that make sense? Or because the way it's happening in Street Fighter right now, and in Rocket League, and actually Rocket League is doing it but not doing it amazingly well, is that. When you set up your Street Fighter account, you set up an online account inside of Street Fighter that registers with Capcom that's tied to my PlayStation Network account. So I actually have a gamer tag inside of Street Fighter that is separate from PlayStation, right? Right. And I just happened to get lucky, and they were the one I had for my PlayStation was was available in Street Fighter. Um, and then when I go to matchmaking, I don't use. I send someone an invite inside of Street Fighter, not from not your from PlayStation. my PlayStation, yeah. and then it ties to that to do it. So. Rocket League, at least as of last time I played it, and it could have changed now, but when I want to play Rocket League with somebody, I don't matchmaking. Like, I can't go, hey, Tyson, let's play Rocket League. Let's party up and go, right? I'm just playing against people that are on Xbox randomly. And so the part of the Xbox announcement when they're saying that to Sony, I'm like, well, they haven't really detailed, like, are they opening their ports so that everybody can connect and play? Or are they just saying, like, yeah, we'll let our developers develop the code so that that will work? Because if that's the case, Sony's already done that because it's already happening, right? Like, I don't think Sony's going to stop a developer from writing the code to work that way. But then we still have the issue of, so then a dev has to undertake not only developing the game and the multiplayer to work, then they have to develop it to work with everybody, which is extra steps for the dev. So, And I get that, but we're in the age where it shouldn't be that that fucking difficult to do it i don't uh, i yes. mean it must be because every <laughs> online launch has fucking weeks of server troubles so yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a problem but that's so so it's like the vr it's like seven years from now maybe we're well there Who, who's to say i mean the rocket league guys came out two weeks after the xbox announcement and said we already have this working great so the rocket league guys may release some stuff that becomes standard and everyone can follow it i think capcom has done a pretty good job with it and, you know, what they're doing could be followed along, too. I think, I think there's guidelines to follow. It'll just be, I really hope all the developers get on board. Because, like, Doom's coming out in, as of this podcast, like, two weeks. I would love to, like, I ran a survey on Twitter, because um, Chuck and I are going to play it, right? And it was like, what are you going to play Doom on? PC, Xbox, PS4. I shit you not, the survey was 33, 33, 33. <laughs> it was, and I'm like, well, fuck. Like, I can't, yeah. so I'm, Lance went and bought it on Xbox, so that's where I'm going to buy it, right? That's so funny. I'm like, obviously PC. Right. 
And for me, I don't really care. Like, I'll play it on PC or Xbox, right? Because my PC is good enough it'll look amazing, but realistically, if I'm going to play the multiplayer, I want to play with my friends, and I don't play multiplayer games on PC very often. Yeah, at least in my <laughs> circle of friends. Yeah. And so um, I, I threw that survey out there, right? And then we did the same survey with, um, uh, what's the new Blizzard shooter coming out? Fuck. Blizzard um, shooty game. Yeah, uh, Overwatch. And I'm like, what are you guys playing Overwatch on? And I only put PS4 and 360, or Xbox One. And it was split. And then I had people tweeting at me, what, no PC? Like, (laughs) there is no fucking unity. So I would love this to happen so that I can play with all of my friends. Because as of right now, the only game that I can play with all of my friends is Street Fighter. Because my friends that play on PC and my friends that play on PlayStation, we can all jump in together. So, anyway, end rant. End rant and end video game podcast. Yeah. Sorry about the light content this week, guys. I just want to play Street Fighter. Yeah. If you want more <laughs> video game content, go check out Coffee Alt the Leak. Yeah. 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 See ya. Thank you for listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. If you'd like to contact us, you can email us at contact at bigshinyrobot.com or tweet at us on Twitter at bigshinyrobot. Hashtag Big Shiny Podcast. We'd love to hear from our listeners. The Big Shiny Podcast is brought to you in part by our sponsors, The Bohemian Brewery, SuperheroStuff.com, and SecretCompassOnline.com. If you enjoy our podcast, be sure to also check out our friends over at the Through Being Cool Podcast, Coffee Out Delete Podcast, Hello Sweetie Podcast, Full of Sith Podcast, and my podcast, Two Shots. 